The way we consume and share news today is largely rooted in social media. There's a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. Honestly, yesterday I got so many updates from the VMAs and then a breaking news headline of Kim Shin-young being appointed the MC of National Singing Contest. For a closer look at these hottest issues, we're joined by Erica this morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> uh, people are kind of unhappy that it was breaking news. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I think the general consensus is if anyone can fill in the impossibly yeah. big shoes, it's probably this comedian slash radio yes. TV personality. Uh-huh. But it came in the form of breaking news, yeah. and it left my head scratching. Uh, is it? Yeah. Is it? It's still from the culture section, right? Anyway, <laughs> Kim Shin Young is DMC. That's right, and uh, we've been wondering since June eighth. That's the day when uh, the former. Host of this uh, long-running talent show, uh, we, we asked the question: Who's going to replace him? I mean, seriously, some very large shoes to fill. It's. I think there's a reason why the iconic show took so long mm-hmm. to figure out who the next host is going to yeah. be. Because as long as passing, I think shook everyone to the core. Yeah. People need a little bit of time to adjust and pay their respects. And now the time has come. Yeah, and uh, there's so many checklists that. <sighs> to be checked off I guess this person whoever that is uh, has to be likable good uh, on his or her feet yeah. so quick witted yeah. um, likable I think is a really big element very friendly to all ages yes exactly uh, apparently Kim Shin Young meets that very extensive yeah. checklist she'll apparently start emceeing in the month of October yes uh, she's going to start uh, very soon this news was confirmed by um, KBS yesterday Mm. And uh, you know, I don't know what was your what was your reaction when I first <laughs> saw the headline. <laughs> I thought, you know what, good job. It makes sense. Yeah, I thought so too. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's funny through and through, and some of her comedy works to all ages. That's really hard to exactly. do. I think if you look for more adult-friendly contents, yep. you have certain set of comedians, and then you look for you know children's favorite. Yeah. And it's a different list. And yes, her streaming and image. <laughs> See, she looks likable, doesn't she? I know. So the first episode that she's going to be hosting is uh, the episode on October 16th, actually. All right. Yes. So not too far off now. I do wonder because it because they are big shoes to fill and that is yeah. the consensus. Mm-hmm. I wonder how Kim Shin Young herself feels yeah. about filling in. Well, she released a statement. Uh, she said she was immensely grateful. And she said, as somebody who grew up with the show, uh, it's an honor to her family to be selected <laughs> as the successor. I think she used the the expression "kamune yongwang." Yeah, yeah, honor to my family, right? Yeah, honor to my family. And she added that she plans to really engage with the audience with an open heart mm. and to learn diligently. And mm. she also said that she wants to have fun. So that she doesn't fall into a routine, because, which is very important. Because, again, uh, the late Song Hye hosted the show yeah, for decades. That's right. And so <laughs> I don't think it's a competition necessarily, mm-hmm. but there is sort of this underlying expectation that whoever takes on the reins mm-hmm. will try to stick around the long right. term. So we talked about it in earlier episodes of Social Media Minute, but the show National Singing Contest for some of our listeners who haven't been keeping up. It first began airing in the 1980s yeah. and has since become Korean. 
Missouri's longest-running music show, accumulating over 2,000 episodes and some really funny, funny contestants. Yeah, and I have to say, for those of you who are not familiar with the the show and its premise, it's not a fancy show. I mean, no. if you look at like those like K-pop concerts, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's not a show like that at all. By all means, it's basically like. A, you know, they, the the show travels to all corners of South Korea. Rural. Right. Yeah. Uh, sometimes cities, too. Uh, and they allow just any regular Janes and Joes, really, yeah. to g- get up on the stage and sing their best tunes. And uh, these people, some of them can sing. Yes. Some uh, not so well. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's, I think, uh, the where charm. The, the charm comes in yep. and where the host's duty comes in. Because the idea is to not perhaps make fun of... But to celebrate that, yeah. you know what? Being fearless on stage is something to be proud of. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyways, during his time as the show's MC, Song Hye broke the Guinness World Record for the oldest active MC mm. of a music TV show at 95 years old. All right, looking forward to that yep. October 16th. Yes. That's when the first episode of Kim Jin Young's mm-hmm. new and improved <laughs> national singing contest yes. will apparently go on air. Let's turn our attention to uh, the 2022 MTV VMA's Video Music Awards in case. In case you're wondering, this is where all the crazy pop culture moments happen. Yeah. Lady Gaga's raw meat dress, Britney Spears and her, I don't know, python? Was it a python? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> the, the raw meat dress, that was like a decade ago, wasn't I, it? I'm realizing rather quickly how dated my references <laughs> are. The VMAs was designed for, I think, yeah. the younger audience. I am not young yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, K-pop greats, including Blackpink, BTS, and Seventeen, have taken home multiple prizes at this year's VMAs, which is one of the most prestigious music awards in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blackpink, which was the first K-pop girl group to win a trophy at the VMAs back in 2020, mm-hmm. walked away with two awards this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Quartet per, uh, received the Best Metaverse Performance Award for its in-game concert, mm-hmm. Blackpink the virtual which was held in July oh. uh, the group competed with BTS Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber in the same category but they ended up winning mm. uh, Blackpink member you played the song earlier today uh, Lisa nabbed the best K-pop award for her debut solo album La Lisa which dropped in September you guys let's just try to process that yeah. format this is the VMA just 10 years ago yes. we were very much fixated on mostly North American artists and it has a best K-pop yeah. award amongst the categories you get, you know, best pop, best hip hop, mm-hmm. best alternative, and then best K-pop. I think that's exciting. Yes. Okay. Um, in case you guys are wondering, uh, La Lisa beat out BTS yep. 17. Yeah. It's see, the list really goes on. Mm. Uh, it is the second time that the girl group has been recognized at the VMAs after it won the Song of the Summer Award in 2020, apparently, with How You Like That. Yes. And uh, in their acceptance speech, Blackpink thanked their fans and the VMAs for honoring them. And uh, they actually performed live. Mm. They performed Pink Venom, which is their new hip-hop track that mm. came out in August August 19th. Mm. And uh, they are also the first K-pop girl group to perform at the VMAs. Because we had boy bands. Yep. 
BTS. Yes. <laughs> but they're <laughs> the first, first uh, K-pop girl okay. group to perform. All right. uh, the, the stars, the, the Blackpink stars, are scheduled to drop their second studio album on September 16th and embark on a world tour in October. And they're expected to perform in front of 1.5 million spectators. Because from what I understand, Pink Venom is also a pre-release track. Yes. Okay, they have another title track in the works. I'm really, really excited about that, too. Yeah, I saw the uh, footage uh, yeah. of them performing yes. on YouTube and uh, oh they just slayed <laughs> they're so good at what they do and uh, you know the fans are just screaming you know the entire time they were introduced and uh, you see big artists like Taylor Swift dancing along yeah. to their song and really enjoying yes, it really enjoying. And, and that's I think a really big shift I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that Eureka said Slade on air <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna let that They're slide so good. they are really good <laughs> yeah. uh, let's also turn over to BTS's achievements mm-hmm. uh, who weren't at the VMAs in person no, this year turns out not this year uh, they won group of the year award okay. for the fourth consecutive <laughs> uh, year after edging out groups like Foo Fighters uh-huh. Imagine Dragons, City Girls, and Maniskin. And uh, the group, like you said, did not aw- attend the award ceremony. Now, mm. this year, the group earned nominations in six different categories, including mm. Best Choreography and Best Visual Effects. Okay, so there is one category I'm trying to make sense of. Yep. Uh, 17 also won in this category for the first time at this year's VMAs. Yeah. Um, they won an award for the push performance <laughs> of the year uh, for their song Rock With You. It's the lead single of the group's uh, ninth mini album, Attacka, mm. which was released uh, last October. Uh, 17, which uh, put out its fourth studio album recently, Faced the uh, Face the Sun, uh, recently is on a world tour. So there they're busy doing their thing. You know, what all these groups have in common is ridiculously excellent performances. Yes. 17 just has a massive group, But right? there are 13 members, right? Yes. <laughs> Was it 16? I'm moving on. <laughs> there are many. There are many. I'm yeah. bringing things home back to Seoul. Uh, so I've seen signs because I live near this area yeah. um, warning that over the weekends... The Townsend Bridge will be closed off to cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it was closed off to cars on Sunday. Yes. Actually. So yes. the Seoul Metropolitan Government is uh, converting Townsend Bridge on the Han River into a pedestrian-only route. Now, mm. this is a pilot program for the time being. And uh, it's going to restrict traffic on the bridge from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. every Sunday until October 30th. Mm. And uh, like I said, it kicked off on Sunday. It invited swarms of visitors. <laughs> uh, you know, it was really beautiful over the weekend, yeah. the weather. So people were out and about, yeah. walking, strolling along the bridge. And uh, the bridge was really buzzing. And it had like this festival-like atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were street performances like magic shows for the kids, balloon <laughs> art. And uh, apparently outdoor movie screenings Ooh. on the bridge is going to become a Sunday fixture as well moving forward. I can use more of this. Right. Um, I know we get a short window of autumn. Mm-hmm. That is kind of our biggest complaint. But when we do, the skies are so insanely blue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Tamsu uh, Bridge, underneath the Pampo yes. Bridge, is, of course, next to the famous Pampo Bridge Rainbow Show. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Where the water shoots out of the bridge. And so there's a lot of excitement already there. So why not? Why not? Yes. B- blast a movie on a big screen. I do have a heads up, though, regarding okay. the operation of the bridge. Uh, it's going to be open to traffic. 
Pacific on the day of Chuseok on September 11th. Uh, The southern section of the bridge will operate normally on Sunday so that people can access Olympic Dero and Ah, Sebit Floating Islands. Uh, Buses 405 and 740, which uh, normally cross the Jamsu Bridge, will be temporarily diverted to the Panpo Bridge directly above. Lots of traffic. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Now, there was a poll uh, of more than 3,000 citizens that uh, was conducted by Seoul City last year in which 85% of the respondents said that a pedestrian-only bridge on the Han River was necessary. Ah. Uh, 40.6% of them said that they had experience walking or cycling on the Chamsu Bridge. However, uh, many of the people who were on the bridge who were interviewed said the Chamsu Bridge should be pedestrian-only on select days. Like Sundays, okay. uh, they were actually against limiting traffic altogether on the bridge because unless there's an alternative route for all these ca- cars to pass through, mm-hmm. then it would turn into a nightmare. Uh, it's already really crowded yeah. on on the Panpo <laughs> yes. Bridge, and so we need these routes mm-hmm. um, during the heaviest of traffic Correct. hours. Yeah. And I think most Seoul citizens realize that. I'm actually really surprised. 85 percent is a pretty large majority saying that it should be at least yes. on select days a pedestrian only bridge. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a nice place to start. And on a perfect day, it feels like the water glistens right before your eyes. It's the closest I get to the Han River. There you go. How about bicycles? When I'm on a bike, am I allowed over on this pedestrian-only Sundays? Uh, Bikers have to get off their bikes and walk (laughs) across the bridge with their bikes. They're not allowed to be on their bikes riding it. There's kind of like a little hill in the middle (laughs) of the Jamsu Bridge. It's going to be a little hike for you. (laughs) Thank you very much, Erica. Pleasure. Have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.